Welcome to Goblin Entertainment. This is the March 21st, 2016 episode. In the background is Shell Shock Lullaby. You can check him out at www.shellshocklullaby.com. The sponsors of this episode are Valor Infinity Studios. You can check them out at www.valorinfinitystudios.com. And GobCon, the Goblin Convocation held in Butte, Montana, September 16th and 17th. For more information, you can check them out at www.gobcon.info. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this podcast. I am Rob Hoffman. I'll be your solo host for this informational, explanational podcast, going over all things science fiction, fantasy, science, and everything else. If you don't like it, change the channel. Otherwise, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, jumping right into the news. Xena the Warrior Princess to be out and proud in new reboot. Reported by Pink News and uh, Joe Williams, Xena is back in a series reboot and her romance with Gabrielle will be at the forefront of the series. I, for one, am extremely excited about this. I like the original series in the 90s. I love the relationship between Gabrielle and Xena. Unfortunately, we were too close-minded in the 90s about this, so it wasn't brought out completely. I'm extremely happy that this series is coming out again and coming out loud and proud. For all those haters out there, you can go F yourselves over this whole series thing and all your hatred and bigotry. I am glad that they are doing this and doing it right. Excited to see what characters they're going to bring back. Hopefully, Bruce Campbell will be back in this series. He's coming out in a lot of other stuff, um, and we'll get to that later. But I'm excited about it. Xena the Warrior Princess to be out soon and in the reboot. Can't wait to watch it. All right. Distractify is reporting that Universal Studios is opening a chocolate factory that's just like Willy Wonka's. Uh, essentially, they're, uh, it's not the same chocolate factory as in the movies, but it's supposed to be close. The Twosome Chocolate Factory will be coming to the Universal City Walk later this year. And judging from the concept pictures, it's supposed to be freaking fantastic. So I will post this article on the podcast site. You can check it out for yourself. Please do. Uh, this article is from, again, distractify.com. Looks like it will be fantastic. All right. So this is an older article that was on uh, Scientific American, and it was published by uh, Catherine Phillips in, on October 1st, 2014. And essentially the article called How Diversity Makes Us Smarter talks about how being around people who are different from us makes us more creative, more diligent, and harder working. I felt this was an important article to bring back up because we seem to be having problems with this concept with the current political climate and our leading political candidates, some who happen to be colossal douchebag idiots. And diversity, again, is a good thing. And I don't know why it's not being seen as that. And these freaking idiots seem to be ripping this country apart. So enough said on my soapbox with current politics. Like to try to keep it out of uh, the podcast because what do they say? The quickest way to an argument is talk about religion and politics. Well, there you go. Anyway, great article, still good uh, today. You know, a little uh, less than two years later, I will post it on the uh, podcast site. Check it out um, again. How diversity makes us smarter. Awesome article by Scientific American. All right, for all you Back to the Future fans, Nike is releasing a self-lacing shoe later this year, as reported by Tom Hale 
And this is coming from MyFuckingLoveScience.com. Um, essentially, it's the self-lacing shoes uh, similar to the movie. They laced themselves. I don't know what needs to be said more than that. Nike's been on the forefront of uh, research and development for shoes. Still remember the Nike pumps back in the day. Pump them up. Supposed to make you jump higher. You know, you'd be able to slam the basketball and be all cool and crap. And essentially, you know, pay hundreds of dollars for these stupid shoes and then you can get robbed at school and all kinds of cool shit. Um, so nice to see that they're at the forefront of uh, absolutely worthless shoes um, that, you know, lace themselves. Freaking fantastic. But I felt like I had to report it just for the Back to the Future link because it seems like Back to the Future has been uh, reporting a lot of interesting stuff that's been close to true or coming true lately. Um, so that's kind of cool, but uh, that's really the only cool aspect that I see here, um, as if we needed anything to be lazier as a culture. I know I didn't. Uh, I thought Velcro was cool enough as it was, but uh, there we go. Shoes that lace themselves. Awesome. All right. The uh, <laughs> FBI warns that car hacking is a real risk. Yeah, think, as usual, the government's years behind on their releases because they're a bunch of blockheads. But uh, anyway, um, a pair of security researchers, um, and again, this is our, our, again, this is an article from Wired.com uh, that uh, a pair of security researchers proved beyond any doubt that car hacking is more than an action movie plot device uh, when they remotely killed the transmission of a Jeep Cherokee that drove down the St. Louis Highway. And apparently the FBI... Two years later, has caught up with that news, and it's warning American to take take the risk of vehicular cyber sabotage seriously. Uh, thank you, FBI, for being two steps behind as usual. So apparently, I shouldn't say apparently, hackers can hack anything. We know that. We've seen that. Um, apparently, if you're the FBI, you can't hack a phone, and you need other people to do that for you. But we all know that uh, the hackers out there in the industry can get into about anything. So be careful out there, people. New technology is absolutely fantastic. We're coming up with all this wonderful technology where you can run your house thermostat when you're away from home or check out your home security by installing web cameras and other outstanding features. But with that comes inherent risk from hackers. The hackers are getting more technology or technologically savvy and with that, our government can't keep up, obviously. Why? Because, number one, they don't pay their employees crap. They treat their low-level employees like crap. And we don't punish our higher-level managers for anything. Uh, take a look at the VA. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Anyway, so uh, what's the moral of this story? Be careful. Technology is great, but it can also be used against you. Does that mean you should stop using technology? No, because the fact is, chances are probably pretty slim that a hacker is going to come in and use your own stuff against you, but there's an inherent possibility of it. So, knowledge is power. Research. Go out there and research the best products that are out there that have the best security and encryption out there. Um, obviously, Apple and their phones have a pretty good encryption rate because the FBI had to ask for help in that. And are throwing a big fuss over the privacy aspect of it, which we covered in a previous show. Um, but do some research before you go out there and you're buying this new technology. Don't buy it from a company that has a really crappy encryption uh, program or doesn't know what they're doing in the technology sector yet. You know, establishment is good. 
research your technology before you buy it and do your best to protect yourself. Obviously, hackers are getting better and better, but a little bit of knowledge uh, can save you some uh, heartache in the long run. All right. Next story as being reported by I fucking love science. SeaWorld announces N2L captive orca breeding programs. Now, I feel that CNN's Blackfish had a lot to do with this. I watched the show and personally to me, man, it was a major heartache watching, you know, what they put together in that documentary. Um, obviously it was a little bit one-sided, you know, against SeaWorld and specifically the orca program but i have to agree with them i don't think that an orca should be in captivity having something that big and and i don't know you know that that majestic being locked up in a giant swimming pool can't be good for anybody so i think this is good news in the long run that's my personal opinion uh, essentially tom hale is reporting that uh, SeaWorld announced it'll be ending its orca breeding program with immediate effect this means that no new orcas will enter the gates of SeaWorld, although whales that are currently in their facilities will continue to live there. Um, the story goes on. I encourage you to check it out. I will post the link on the podcast site. Again, that's being reported by I Fucking Love Science. Uh, they got a lot of great stories on their site, so please check them out. Um, that's a win, I would say, for uh, the Blackfish documentary and a lot of the animal activists out there. All right. For this episode, the TV show that I went through and reviewed and that I have to say is absolutely freaking fantastic is Ash vs. the Evil Dead Season 1. I went through and binge-watched it with a couple of friends. If you watch the original Evil Dead movies and Army of Darkness, you will not be disappointed with this new TV series. Ash is back and he's better than ever. Fantastic writing. It has the feel of the old series and some new characters... I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I can't wait for Series 2 to come out. If you like the original Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, you have to watch Season 1 of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. You will not be sorry. I will post the link to the TV show information on the web, uh, the podcast site. All right. The book review for uh, this uh, episode is The Food Lab by J. Kenji Lopez-Alt. It was a fantastic book for all you aspiring culinary experts out there. I'm just joking about the expert part. Any culinary aspiring novice out there that you want to cook anything about anything, you know. Essentially, it it takes you through the basics and intermediate of uh, culinary preparation and cooking. It is an excellent book and source. It takes a scientific uh, aspect of cooking and presents everything um, from the science of cooking. It's a, it's a neat book. It's a huge book, but it's uh, it's worth spending a little bit of extra money for if you want to get into the culinary sciences. I loved it. It's a great book. I use it. Um, I think uh, maybe in one of the later podcasts, we'll go into uh, some of the specifics in the book itself and a more individual critique with it. But uh 
for this uh, podcast episode. I'd advise buying it if you're interested in the culinary sciences and using it because it is definitely worth the purchase. We'll post the link on the website so you can check it out. And hopefully you like it as I have. All right. So this is a shorter podcast um, and not really releasing as many episodes this week or the week before. Why, you may ask? Because uh, myself and my co-hosts for the regular shows, um, for the long shows, I should say, are going to the Salt Lake City Comic Con. Uh, We leave it on Wednesday. And uh, this should be a whole hell of a lot of fun. We've uh, got a bunch of the photo passes, the VIP tickets, uh, going to do a ton of the uh, fan-based stuff. We're meeting the celebrities, doing the photo shoots, signature stuff. We're doing the after parties. Um, So we're going to report on all that. We'll do a full hour-long show on the critique of the, uh, the Salt Lake City Comic Con. We'll post the pictures and all that fun stuff. Um, give you insight into it. As reported in an earlier podcast, the Salt Lake City Comic Con is reported as one of the up-and-coming cons to be at. In lieu of if you want, didn't want to attend the huge San Diego Comic Con, the Salt Lake City Comic Con is supposed to be the place to go uh, out of one of the top ten lists. So we are going. And we will let you know how all of that goes. Really looking forward to it. So I want to thank all those listeners for uh, tuning in. Again, this is uh, just going to be a short show to keep you gapped in between. Uh, once we get back this uh, after this weekend, we'll have an hour-long show with a critique of uh, the Salt Lake City Comic Con to talk about all of the, as I'm sure it's going to be amazing things that went on there. Uh, we'll have a, a regular hour-long show of everything crazy and then some additional smaller half-an-hour shows going over current news of science fiction, fantasy, science, everything under the sun. And I'm sure bitching and moaning about all the idiots that are up on the political stage. Nope, just joking. We'll try to keep that shit out of it because I don't know about you, but I'm tired of hearing on all that crap. But uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week and we will be back very, very soon. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Rob Hoffman, your host for Goblin Entertainment. And this has been my pleasure.